and we back in this thing like we left something. Welcome back, y'all, to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Two episodes left of this season. Today and next week. That's it for this season. It went fast. Y'all know how I do. Before we get going and get into this week's story, I got to give someone their flowers. This week, I'm giving flowers to Doll. Doll, I love you. Everything you have done for me my entire life, you've always included me. You've always made me feel like I belong. Um, and you continue to do it. And you continue to be an awesome, awesome, awesome grandmother to my two little ones. So I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I love you. And with that being said, y'all, I got a story to tell. Let's go. takes place in the year 1994 the summer of 94 to be exact August of 94 and it's almost time to go back to school I've recently just turned 16 years old and shout out to me because as of yesterday I turned 44 of them things my birthday was yesterday shout out to everybody who reached out to me who uh, wished me a happy birthday whether through you know a text or social media or whatever. I appreciate that, y'all. So, let's get to the story. Like I said, this is 1994. I'm 16 years old at the time. And it's the end of the summer and we haven't started school back yet, but it's almost time. And in Cincinnati, toward the end of the summer, like all out throughout August, a lot of the Catholic grade schools in the area will have like these festivals and fairs in order to make money for the school throughout the year. So, I'm chilling at the crib one day. Me and my boy Keys, shout out my brother Keys. Me and Keys are chilling at my crib, right? My boy Lee hits me up. He like, hey, what y'all into? I'm like, shit, chilling, nothing really. He like, y'all ain't, ain't got nothing planned. I'm like, nah. He like, hey, me, Nick, and Debo talking about going to the St. Jude Festival trying to go y'all want to ride i'm like uh now i'm a little hesitant and i'll tell you why there are certain parts of cincinnati that are let me see how can i put this not too nigger friendly if that makes sense they ain't too fond of our kind over there right so i had to give it some thought and over by saint jude is one of those areas right so i'm like Fuck it. Yeah, we we a go. Keys like, cause I, when I asked him, Keys like, yeah, let's hit. It. So my boy Lee like, all right, I'm gonna come pick y'all up in a little bit. 
Finally, he comes to pick us up. He's in his pop's car. His pop's had a Lincoln town car. It was a little short body though. It wasn't, wasn't like the full length. It was a little shorter. And uh, he comes to pick us up. We go and pick up uh, our other boys. We go pick up Nick and Debo. So we cooling, we chilling, we riding around, listening to music. Um, our favorite, our favorite like albums to listen to around that time. The number one album that we played probably more than anything around that time was The Diary by Scarface. We played that shit a lot. Um, so anyway, we riding around, we having fun, you know, just being with teenagers, doing what teenagers do. We finally get over there to the St. Jude's Festival. There's nowhere to park. So we got to park on the side street. It's like in a neighborhood, like a, a dead end street. So we park and we're about to get out and go into the festival. But before we go out, cat starts, you know, sparking up the weed and drinking brew, drinking beer. I didn't even know weed and beer was in the car, right? So the only two people not smoking and not drinking are me and my boy Keith. Like I've told y'all before, I've never been a big smoker like that anyway. So we just chilling, letting them do what they do. We probably in the car about a half hour, 45 minutes, letting them get right. We get out the car and I happen to look over to my right and we're parked in front of a house. And I can see an older white woman standing in her screen door just looking at us. And I'm like, oh shit. So I instantly start thinking, hmm, she's going to call the police on us. But then I start thinking like, Man, police ain't worried about that. They worrying about patrolling the festival. We about to go in the festival, have a good time, whatever, going about our business. So we do. We going in the festival, have a great time. Um, you know, again, being teenagers. We probably in there about two, about two and a half, three hours, having a great time. And we leave. As we walk into the car, I tell my boy Lee, I say, hey, let me get them keys up off you. I'm going to drive. He like... I bet. Again, me and Key's the only one haven't been drinking, haven't been smoking. So I'm like, shit, I'm sober mind. I'm sober. You know, I, I'll take it from here. Get the keys, start the car, we pull out. We go to make a left on the main street. And we do. We make a left. We're driving not too far. All of a sudden, we hear, whoop, whoop, whoop. I turn around. It's the Hamilton County Sheriff right it's two of them I'm like shit so I pull over walk up to the car I let down the window officer says um how you doing tonight young man I said I'm, I'm fine he says you know why I stopped you I said nah I don't oh okay have you had anything to drink tonight I said no I haven't any smoking, like marijuana or anything? No, I haven't. But it clicked in my head right at that moment. I said, that lady called the police. And they were just waiting for us to come out. So I'm like, okay. Now, again, I'm 16 years old. I just turned 16. I haven't got my driver's license yet. But what I do have is my um, temporary driver's permit. At home, we call it the attempts. So... The rule states you can drive a car, you can operate a motor vehicle with your temporary driver permit 
but you have to have a license driving the car with you. So everybody in the car has their license except me. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. But then I remember that shit only lasts like, I think it was like maybe, maybe three months or six months or something like that, right? Because it hits me right then. I never got that shit renewed. So that shit is expired. So it's no good, right? So I'm like, shit. So he, he I give him, because he was like, let me get your, your driver's license. So I give him the temporary permit. He's like, oh, okay, you got your temps. I said, yes, sir. This is his dad's car. Um, he has his license. Everybody in the car has that license. He's like, oh, okay, good. So you're good on that. I said, yeah. He goes back to the car. He's back there maybe five minutes. He comes back. This time, he's on the driver's side. Another officer is on the passenger side. Both windows are down. Officer says to me, he says, uh, Mr. Wilson, I said, yes, sir. He said, you know, this is expired, right? I said, no, I didn't. He's like, okay, well, it is. He's like, so he starts telling me, he cool. He telling me, you know, you got to get it renewed. You got to get this, got to get updated, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, I got it. He says, um, I need you to step out the vehicle. Now I'm getting worried, like, oh, shit. So I'm thinking, okay, he's about to arrest me for, you know, operating a motor vehicle without a license, right? He's like, stand at, at, come to the front, put your hands on the hood. I'm like, shit, I've never been arrested, never been to court, never been to jail, none of that shit. They tell my boy, Lee, who's on the passenger side, step out the vehicle, step to the front, put your hands on the hood. So I'm like, damn, we both getting arrested? Then they tell my boys in the back, step out, step to the rear of the car. I'm like, hold on. My mind is working now. I'm like, what the fuck are all of us getting arrested for? Like, I can't figure it out. But I ain't tripping. But really, I am tripping. <laughs> so, officer says, um, is there any marijuana or alcohol in the car? I'm saying, no, sir, I don't, I don't, I don't know it to be any in the car. He asked my boy Lee, my boy Lee, like, no. They said, do you mind if we search the car? I instantly say, nah, you can't search the car. Now, I said no, because I know you need a warrant for that. I know my right so to speak it's the little bit I did know at the age of 16 I'm like no so he was like okay he was like now I understand and he talking to me just as calm I understand you don't have to give me you know the, the permission to search your car he said but I do smell marijuana he wasn't lying because the weed was in there strong oh it was in there that weed was in there like a 1200 pound gorilla it was in there strong so he was like, I smell the marijuana. He's like, so I'm going to go ahead and search. I'm like, so before he searches it and finds the weed, my boy uh, Lee says, the beer is under the passenger seat. So we're, I know why he said it, because he's assuming he's just going to go check the passenger seat and that's it. Find the beer, boom. And he does. The police officer goes, pulls the beer from under the passenger seat opens them up, pours them, pours them out in the street. We thinking, boom, cool. Nah, he went and looked under the other seat too, under the driver's seat. Sure shit. Bag of weed under the driver's seat. 
it was probably about a half, you know, probably now nah, about a quarter of an ounce. He get it. He hold it up in the air. <laughs> he hold it up and shine the light on it. He was like, "What's this?" I'm like, I, I, "Hey, I don't know." So he takes my boy Lee and puts him in the back of the police car. I'm like, "Shit, this is not going well." So he's asking. Who's we? Who's we? Who's we? Ain't nobody saying shit. So he makes the statement. Well, if nobody tells me whose weed it is, everybody's going to go down for it. I'm thinking to myself, man, somebody better say something. I ain't even hit them trees. I don't even smoke weed like that. And my boy Keys ain't hit the trees. He don't smoke weed at all. So I'm like, man, somebody better say something. That's what I'm thinking, but I ain't saying it. So I'm like, and Cats is on hush mouth at this moment. I'm like, oh, shit. So the officer talking to me, he starts talking to me, but I'm not focusing on what he's talking about because I turn my head and look in the back of the police cruiser that's behind us and my boy Lee back there, and I'm just like, damn, this bullshit, man. So police officer gets me, takes me back to the car, puts me in the back seat. We sitting there. Police officer talking to us. He cool, he mild, he ain't raise his voice. Now, up to that point in my life and times after that, I've come across police officers who've been on some asshole shit, right? Been on some straight asshole sucker shit. And these two, they cool. They talking to me regular, talking to me like a human being. I've, I've had encounters with police officers who talk to you like, you know what I'm saying, like you ain't shit. And my thing is, just just the respect just respect that's it i'm big on respect very big on respect i don't do well with disrespect right so they cool they talking to us whatever whatever the police officer says so i know there's been some drinking and some smoking going on he says mr wilson you can't operate a good i said i didn't drink or smoke and my boy lee said he was like him and he pointed to keys he was like those two were the only two who weren't drinking and smoking that's why he was driving he was like oh okay makes sense so he tells me the police officer tells me he says mr wilson i could arrest you he said but what i'm going to do he said i'm going to give you two tickets he said one is not really for you one is though he said the one operating a motor vehicle without a proper license he says that ticket is for you he said the other ticket is driving a car with an expired tag because we had no idea that his pop's tags were expired on his car. So I'm like, okay. He said, you'll have to go to court on these tickets. He said, I can't tell you what the judge is going to say or what he's going to do. I don't know what the punishment will be. He said it could range from jail time or it could range to a fine or whatever the case may be. He said, I can't tell you. I said, okay. He says, but, uh, and he pointed to Keys. He was like, but him right here, he, he's good. No drinking, no nothing. I'm like, nah. He's like, and he has a uh, license. Like, yeah. He's like, okay. He said, I'm going to let him drive y'all home. He said, if y'all get stopped on the way home, show him the ticket, show him that y'all have already been cited for expired tech. Cool. So we get in the car. He lets us out. He tells us like, hey, Get it together, y'all. You know, 
got your life ahead of you, don't make bad decisions, you know, the whole thing, right? So we like, all right, cool, we get in the car. We were supposed to go kick it somewhere else after that. After that shit, I'm like, man, fuck the kicking. Take me home, right? All I'm thinking about, my mama is gonna kick my ass. My mother is going to monkey stomp me. That's all I'm thinking about. I don't give a fuck about what the police I was talking about. I'm scared of my mama. We headed home. I can't even think. We drop everybody off. My boy Lee drops me off at the crib, right? Now, while we're sitting in the back seat and he's getting all my information, the police officer asked for my phone number. Gave it to him, address, all that shit, right? So when we pull up to the crib, to the apartments where we lived at the time, my mother was sitting outside on the front, like the front step, stoop there. I see my mother. I'm like, oh, she already outside. She finna kick my ass. That's all I'm thinking. My mother's about to beat the shit out of me, right? I walk up the parking lot, walk up the stairs toward the building. I got the tickets in my hand. I say, mom. She says, yes. I said, I got two tickets. She said, to go where? I'm like, huh? She's like, you got two tickets to go where? At this point, I know she doesn't know. She has no idea. She's just sitting outside to get, you know, air, fresh air sitting outside. Something in my twisted, <laughs> sick brain decides, hey, Michael, let's let's kind of make a joke about this. So she says, to go where? I said, to court? And kind of... <laughs> And she said, what? Oh, all that hee hee ha ha shit was gone. She said, what? I said, Ma, I got uh, two tickets. Her next word, Michael Anthony, take your ass in the house. Yes, ma'am. I walk in the house. I am shook. I'm like, oh, fuck. Get to the crib. Sit down in the living room. She said, how did you get two tickets? <laughs> Her next thing was, and this shit better make sense or I'm going to beat your ass. She's talking to me calm, just like this. This shit better make sense or I'm going to beat your ass. So I explained the whole situation to her. And I got done and she said, okay. Okay. She said, we'll just go to court on the court date. And we'll take care of it from there. She wasn't mad. Nothing. She went in her room. Watched TV. I sat on the foot of my bed. Calling everybody. Like, man, y'all straight. Everybody cool. Leading up to the court date. Because my mother and my boy, Lee. My mother and his dad had a phone conversation about the shit. So he's explaining, like, you know, I want to apologize for having the boys riding around in a car with expired tags. Um whatever you know fine or you know i'll pay his tickets all that because this is my fault she's like okay so the court date comes and me and my boy lee have to go to court on this shit so my mother who's at work at the time she has to leave her job and come to court down on broadway downtown cincinnati Whew. man i'm shook that day that entire day i'm shook 
I mean, I'm shook like I'm going in there on a murder charge, like facing forever, right? All this is is two fucking traffic violations. So anyway, I get dressed up in a full suit. I'm talking jacket, tie, all that shit. Like I'm going in front of a judge and I'm facing 50 years. Like I'm about to go do 50 years fed time. I got to present like, hey, I'm not a hoodlum. I'm a good upstanding person. All that shit, right? Get dressed, my boy. So my boy Lee and his dad are picking me up. We're going to the courthouse and my mother's going to meet us there. She's taking the bus from work. So we get down there. We go. We sitting outside the courtroom. I'm shook, y'all. My heart is beating. I'm like, oh, my God. What if, like, what if this shit don't live? So I'm looking around. I'm seeing people going in and out of court. I'm like, Finally, they call us. Wilson. So we go in. We sit down. The clerk starts talking a little bit. Then the judge comes in. The judge says, um, are you the parents? Talking about my boy Lee. He said, yeah. His dad says, yeah, I'm his father. The judge looks at me and says, where are your parents? I said, my mother's on her way. Uh, she's coming from work. Before I can finish, say coming from work. The judge yells, well, get out of my courtroom. Your mother needs to be here. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cooked. I'm toast. I'm finna have to go shut it down for 50 years. We go up out of the court. Can't go in there until my mother gets there. Like five minutes later, my mother walks in. I'm like, Phew. so we come in. They sit us at a table. Our parents are sitting like behind the table. Judge starts talking to us. He talks to me. He said, young man. I said, yes, sir. What happened? So I explained the whole thing to him. He says, let me tell you something. He said, you made a good decision. He said, you just weren't within the lines of the law. I said, yes, sir, I understand. He asked what school we go to, what our plans are, all this shit. He says, you know I can send you up to 2020. <laughs> 2020 for my listeners who are not from Cincinnati is juvenile detention. That's just the address, 2020 Auburn Avenue. So he says, you know I can send you up to 2020. I said, yes, sir, I know. He said, but you two have good parents here. I said, yes, sir. They have your heads on straight. He lectures us for what seems like an hour. And I'm so tired of saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But had I acted like I was tired of saying, yes, sir, my mother would have punched the shit out of me in the back of my head. So I'm I'm acting like I'm paying attention. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. I get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Finally, he gets done. He says, but I'm not going to do that. He says, I have to give you a penalty, though. I say, yes, sir. I, I understand. He says, you're going to have to wait until you're 18 years old to get your driver's license. Nigga, that was like if he said, I got to go do a 50-year bid in Sing Sing, nigga. I'm like, huh? Nigga, I just turned 16. So you telling me I can't get a driver's license until I'm a freshman in college? I'm like, oh, this is some bullshit.
But I couldn't say shit because I know the alternative. I'm like, man, this is some Billy Jack bullshit to myself. I'm like, okay. He orders my my boy's father to pay all the fines and shit. Court calls, tickets, you know, whatever. I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. But I'm happy. I'm kind of happy about how it turned out. Finally, it's over with. My mom goes back to work. I go home. As we're standing outside and my mother is about to go back to work. Instantly. Take your motherfucking ass home. When you get home, my house better be cleaned up. It better not be a dish in that sink. You hear me? Yes, ma'am. My mom gets home from work that night. Oh, I've, I've cleaned that shit immaculate, right? My mom gets home. She gets on the phone with my angel. They talk. I'm in the living room. But I can hear my, my mother on the phone. Do you know this boy can't get his license till he 18? A damn shame. Out here in these streets, acting a fool, hanging with people that smoking reefer and drinking. I'm like, damn, you got to tell all my business? Like, come on, man. But y'all know that's how black mamas be. So anyway, I had to wait till I was 18 to get a driver's license. And when I turned 18, a nigga was driving.